dentist uh, was shot, fatally shot, inside of a police vehicle, and they shot themselves. Wright's attorney just filed a federal civil lawsuit following the suicide death of a well-known Beaver County dentist in the back of a cop car. From what I've heard from dentists that work by themselves, it's a very isolating and lonely thing. My heart goes out to the family and the people involved with that. And honestly, I just want to see how do, how do we make dental better for the people who are really at the center of it, the dentist. Shine just got hacked. Another big company, another big hacking situation, a cyber attack. Kind of crazy that these big companies keep getting hacked. Can anybody be hacked? Well, the government gets hacked. The army gets hacked. I mean, uh, the FBI has been hacked. We're going to talk about the market outlook with all these different wars. And we got the Ukraine war. You have the Israel war. We're involved. The U.S. is involved in both of them. All right, welcome back to another episode of Dental Riffs. I'm your co-host, Gary Bird, the founder of SMC National, where we help you create, convert, and close more new patients so you can grow the way that you want. My name is Tanner Applegate. I am the CEO and founder of Unified Dental. We are a platform bringing together all the tools you use in one single plate. All right, so we got some really interesting topics today. Number one, Henry Schein just got um, hacked, and that's another big company, another big hacking situation, a high cyber attack. Number two, uh, we're going to talk about the market outlook with all these different wars and and funding and interest rates and a president election coming up. It's a literal perfect storm coming up to what's going to hit us here over the next year. And then I got a crazy video for Tanner to watch. I want to get his feedback on something that happened in the dental industry where a um, dentist uh, was shot fatally shot um, inside of a police vehicle and they shot themselves. So I'm going to, I want to share that with the audience and get your feedback on that. Which topic you want to hit first, Tanner? I don't even remember. All, I, all I'm thinking about is being shot inside a vehicle. So I guess let's get that one out of the way. There you go. That's that. That's the answer then. All right. So Tanner, I want to hear your feedback on this particular topic. Here we go. Wright's attorney just filed a federal civil lawsuit following the suicide death of a well-known Beaver County dentist in the back of a cop car. In a story you'll see only on KDKA, KDKA's Jennifer Barrasso talked to the family's attorney who alleges police failed to keep the doctor safe. Jen? That's right, Megan. So civil rights attorney Todd Hollis alleges that these officers violated Arpatsuki's rights by not searching him properly and allegedly missing this weapon. And to give you some context before this incident, Suki's life was spiraling with a divorce and losing his practice in Ambridge. About 14 months after Dr. Arpad Suki, a well-known former dentist in Beaver County, shot and killed himself while in police custody, civil rights attorney Todd Hollis filed a wrongful death civil lawsuit. It's against Center Township, a captain, a detective, and three police officers. The lawsuit alleges police knew about Dr. Suki's mental issues for a half a decade. The lawsuit says police knew Suki owned multiple guns and claims police never removed the guns from Suki's home after several mental health complaints. Officers first went to the home to do a safety check on Suki's parents. While there, they saw a large amount of firearms, including assault rifles and ghost guns. Firearms Suki allegedly wasn't allowed to have because of a violation of a recent 302 mental health commitment order. Officers went back to get the guns because of Suki's mental health issues. A fight ensued. 
police disarmed Suki and put Suki in handcuffs. The lawsuit alleges police then failed to properly search him for additional weapons. Police allegedly missed the second gun, and Suki somehow managed to shoot and kill himself with his own 9mm. Beaver County District Attorney David Lozier asked the state police to investigate how this happened in custody, and nothing criminal was found. A police expert tells me officers are taught when searching for one weapon, if they find one, to keep looking. There could be another one. Now, he says qualified immunity may prevail because some may argue these officers were not violating Suki's rights when they didn't find that second weapon. And ultimately, Megan, a jury, since this is a civil case, will decide the outcome of this if these officers were negligent. I reached out to the Center Township police chief. He said he could not comment on this pending litigation. Hey, sorry to interrupt the show, but I got something that's going to bring a lot of value to you. This segment is called Ask Gary, and this is where we answer your questions live on the podcast. So if you have a question about marketing, email it in to askgary at smcnational.com or leave a comment or DM us on social media and we'll get these questions answered. Today's question comes from Jackie, and Jackie wants to know what can we do to boost our marketing in Q4 and especially at the end of the year. The end of the year is really hard in dental because you basically lose about two, two and a half weeks with Thanksgiving and Christmas, and people just aren't thinking about going to the dentist. It's not something that people want to do. And so there's a couple things that you can do. Number one, and probably the biggest, is you can do an end of year uh, use it or lose it benefits. And that works really well. You want to email, you want to text that out, you want to get that back in front of your patient base. And a lot of people are going to come in and just want to use their benefits. So that's huge. The other thing that you can do is you can do an Invisalign push or a clear liner push. At the end of the year, you really want to push this towards Christmas of, hey, do your kids want to get straight teeth or does your wife or your girlfriend want to get straight teeth? And you can help them gift that up as a gift card and you can do a big push at the end of the year. That's really big. And the other thing you can do is you can get outstanding treatment. So you can go into your PMS, pull any treatment that is over a couple thousand dollars that hasn't been accepted yet, and then you can actually market to those patients, call them, email them, text them, and let them know that you're doing a training session at the end of the year and that you are gonna give them 25% off any open treatment that they have and over a certain dollar amount, and you can get a lot of people coming in at the end of the year, and that will help keep your numbers up. Okay, this one has some in. You're bringing it down quick. That was like that was intense. Yeah that that was a. Um, there's a lot of things going on there. So what are what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I definitely think it's unfortunate. My heart goes out to the the family um, of him for sure. I think the dentist in general have a way too high of a suicide rate and it's something that needs to get addressed for sure. That's the core issue here, right? So it's like, why, why do dentists have this suicide rate? And then this one is like, it just, in, it's in your face, right? It's a little bit different than the normal, the normal thing that we would see in this case. So why does this keep happening? Um, and to be honest with you, why does nobody talk about it? Like the news story doesn't frame it. Uh, when you go online, you YouTube it the conversation rarely comes up. There's two or three videos around it that, that, that talk about it on YouTube, which is crazy when you think about it. Like, why is this such a prevailing problem and nobody talks about it? Yeah, the, the ADA has recently done a lot of stuff around it, which I appreciate where they've done a lot of, uh, at least from a data perspective, I haven't looked into what they're doing to help solve the issue, but from a data perspective, they've done a lot of mental health 
research around it and can give you statistics and such of the number of dentists that like struggle with it and such. And so I think that that is definitely something that's great for the ADA to be involved in. And it's, I, 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 this is again coming from my uh, pro DSO lens, but I think that in an individual practice, from what I've heard from dentists that work by themselves, it's a very isolating and lonely thing. Right. And so the DSO model of being able to not only like have, it's not 100% of the time where dentists work in another office with another dentist, but at least you're in part of a community with other dentists where you have people to like bounce ideas off of or interact with. I think that that helps reduce the loneliness. And if the DSO is structured right, there should be somebody kind of checking in on them and making sure that things are going well and they're both professional and if possible, kind of personal life as well. Not that you want to pry too much into that, but um, yeah, it's a sad thing for sure. Yeah, somebody, something needs to be done about it. It has to change. There's something that's inside of dental that there's lots of things inside of dental that cause this. I've actually recently did a podcast with somebody on this particular topic who happens to be an associate, and he lists like seven things that hey, dentists need to understand this about this particular topic, and um, and this is what they can do to fix it. But there's more to it, right? There's so much more to the story that drive these kind of outcomes. So my heart goes out to the family and the people involved with that. And honestly, I just want to see see it figured out. How do, how do we make dental better for the people who are really at the center of it, the dentist, to so that they can thrive and and be happy with what they're doing? So um, let, what do you want to talk about next? Uh, Henry Schein hack? Let, or, let me just add on one thing for this. Yeah. Um, I would just say to uh, to everyone out there in a DSO, one of the easiest things to do is create a community for your dentist. And I think that a lot of the times it requires facilitation of the DSO in order to do this, where if you just give them a space to like get together on a Zoom call once a month on a Wednesday afternoon, just to like chat about all things dentist or dental, um, I think that space actually creates a lot of great uh, positive outcomes for dentists that you may not realize putting it all together, what it'll do. hundred percent. Yep. Awesome. Um, the, all right. So let's talk about either market outlook or Henry shine. Let's go in the shine pack. Yeah. But so what, what do you know about this? I know that they got hit. I haven't dug too much into the details. Of, I, I know that it was isolated to their, um, supply business, right? It has nothing to do with their, uh, practice management software. So all of the offices, especially those in Ascend or their data is centralized in Shine's headquarters. Like that's not, hasn't been impacted, but I know that they had to shut things down and they're still working to resolve on making sure that it didn't touch other areas. And I mean, it's just an endless pandemic of these things happening. Yeah. What do you know? I don't, I don't know a lot. I just know that it's kind of crazy that these big companies keep getting hacked. Uh, and and then there's two sides of it, right? So it's like number one, can anybody be hacked? Well, the government gets hacked, the army gets hacked. I mean, everyone, uh, the FBI can, everyone been can be hacked. Yeah, exactly. So starting there, everybody can be hacked. That's number one. But then where do we go from there? Like, w- at what point do we say, okay, something needs to change? And I'm not the IT guy. I'm not the guy to solve this problem. But again, just like the last problem, people don't. We there's no. Like this will not be forgotten about in like a week and we move on to the next thing until it happens again. 
Yeah, it's it's it is a difficult thing because just like with every other kind of compliance aspect of a business, there is a point of diminishing returns for your investment in it. Right. Like you can go in and become Fort Knox in your IT and make it so it's absolutely like inaccessible to anybody from the outside. But then at the same time, it also becomes very inaccessible to the team members inside. And so you get these diminishing returns of like, hey, here's the benefit of what potentially might happen for the cons of what for sure is going to happen on a reoccurring basis internally. And so there is, I think, a, uh, and this is a call that every, business executive and an IT leader has to make is like, when do you decide to not become Fort Knox, right? When do you decide to just become a lower version of it? Where do you compromise on that? And everyone does it. I mean, you do that with your own team, right? Like there yep. are levels of, of compliance, even within your own team that you could be doing a higher level 100%. of compliance with, but you choose not to just for the uh, benefit of it. So yeah, it's, it's real. Okay. Um, so last one, market outlook. So what are we looking at to close out this year when it comes to dental and looking into next year? What are, what do you say? Well, I'm curious. I mean, part of the conversation that I wanted to go to is there's a, I get a lot of business newsletters or tech newsletters or entrepreneurship newsletters. One of them had a topic where they went through and they interviewed a lot of people in their community is like from a financial perspective with the economy being the way that it is, the market being the way that it is, what does your perspective look like, right? Are you investing differently? How are you acting differently within your business? And then what does that look like for you over the next few months? And so as I was reading that, I just kind of thought, I'm like, I'm curious what Gary's doing both personally and what he's also hearing in the industry as far as what's going on there. Yeah. I feel like, uh, earlier in the year it was like, okay, there's a recession coming, so get ready for it. And people kind of pumped the brakes on things and it just kind of never happened. Um, you know, it just didn't come to fruition the way that people thought it would. And now where it's at now, like I'm looking at, we got the Ukraine war. You have the Israel war. We're involved. The U S is involved in both of them. Whether we say we're involved or not, we're, we're definitely involved in both of them. Um, there's a, both of those have the opportunity to go much bigger into like a world war type situation. And we also have, uh, here we're inflation interest rates. So we're fragile financially. It's not like we're in this strong economic state. I don't see how that, and then we have an election coming up, which always causes instability, regardless if, even if you get the best outcome from the election, that's really going to help things. Through that process, it creates an uh, instability because nobody knows what's going on. So people pause. So I think there's a huge opportunity of really negative stuff to happen over the next 12 months uh, as we lead up to all those different things. Now, all of them could just. So, how are you doing things differently, though, be with that negative outlook in mind, right? Are you um, opportunistic where you're saying, hey, I'm going to capitalize on all this negative because there's a lot of opportunity as well? Are you saying, hey, we got to double down for the long term because we don't know what's going to look like. And so let's make sure that we're kind of siloed ourselves off and we're strong. Like, what does that look like for you? Yeah. So, for me personally, every downturn. So, I, I started my business in 2008 during an economic downturn. I went through. Um, the COVID situation, uh, we went through the things after COVID, uh, all of those opportunities 
created a huge upside for me every single time. Not on purpose, not like I was like, oh, bad thing, upside. I've just trained my brain to know that these kind of weird black swan situations, when they happen, they create opportunity if you're looking for it. If you operate in fear, then you won't see the opportunity. But if you operate in in that mindset of like, a bunch of stuff's going to shake up, which means there's going to pop out a bunch of new opportunities, then those opportunities um, hit you in the face and you can't even help but take take them. So in my brain, all of that's going to cause opportunity. I don't know exactly where those opportunities are going to lie. I think probably from like a marketing agency standpoint, some of the smaller ones will go away. Some of the bigger ones will have to change because they have debt or they have you know, capital invested into them. And so they're going to have to pivot and change, which will then allow us to double down, triple down on what we believe in. We don't, one thing about me, I don't like taking investors and people's money and things like that because I like having the flexibility to be able to do what we want to do. That's something that's, I'm a big bootstrap guy. Uh, I've always thought that way. So um, when that opportunity arises, I'll be able to capitalize on it, whatever that is. That's how I look through it. How, how about you? I like that. And I think that that's, I think that's pretty true to in the DSO world specifically. Um, this is where those that kind of took the time and doubled down on their platform are sitting there grateful that they did. Right. Is this is where you can come in and really cut costs and be opportunistic in opportunities that are going to present themselves because there's a lot of over leveraged DSOs out there that are going to end up with they already are ending up with issues, but they're going to end up with more issues in the years to come or in the few months to come. And so this gives you opportunity now to capitalize and get some uh, growth on the cheap. Yeah. Yeah. And the only problem with it though, is the debt's more expensive too. The debt is more expensive. Yeah. That's, that's a big problem that, um, dentists are going to be hit with for the foreseeable future. I don't see them lowering interest rates anytime soon. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Cool, man. All right. I'll talk to you. All right. Peace. Peace. Thank you.